Hey, 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 everybody. It's Lynn Schuster-Williams and Brooke Haynes. And we are here with Frequency 500. <laughs> We're so excited. So we um, we have something fun to tell you about today. Recently, Brooke and I were interviewed on another podcast to talk about Frequency 500. And it was so much fun, wasn't it, Brooke? It was, it was so much fun. It was one of my most favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts we've done. Yeah. So we wanted to talk to you about it. We wanted to tell you about it. We want to tell you to go listen to it over on their podcast. Um, and we want to support the women who are doing this other podcast. It's called the Shiro Cafe. And yeah, Deb Pearsons and Deborah Edwards um, are the hosts of this. And they are just amazing and fun and wonderful. Lynn, they did such a good job at asking us the questions about Frequency 500 and why we do it and where we're going with it. Yeah, they did. And hearing their responses to the idea of Frequency 500 was super special to me, too. It was like, oh, yeah. And and it just like ignited an excitement in me to hear their excitement about this, this idea of Frequency 500. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. And, and, you know, they are also out on a mission. And even though their direct mission is not necessarily to raise the vibration of the planet, but it what they do does raise yes. the vibration. Yes, absolutely. We felt like there was this real kinship with their mission. And um, Deborah has been a good friend of mine for a, a while. I, I was trying to figure it out the other day, six or seven or eight years we've known each other. And, um, and, and she's just, uh, an amazing, uh, woman and she's a mindfulness teacher and, and she just does great work in the world that does exactly what you just said, raises the vibration. Um, Without that being specifically the mission, it's the result for sure, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, Debbie, Debbie, I know also uh, specializes in or coaches women on on self love as well. Yes. They yes. do similar things, but they're but in a different way. And, yeah. and by sure, for sure, they are by far helping women and supporting women um, how to really find the self-love in their everyday. Yeah. So we definitely want to promote their podcast of Shiro Cafe and encourage everybody to go subscribe and listen and all of that. But we also just wanted to talk about like the how the act of talking about Frequency 500 raised our vibration and our excitement level about talking about it. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was just wild. Like we got off that thing and we were walking three feet off the air, you know, I mean, off the ground. It was just like, wow, that was fun, wasn't it? And you were like, yeah, that was fun. It was just really amazing. 
the um, synergy that happened in yeah. that podcast too. Like they have a real unique synergy. And then of course we all know we have a synergy and the four of us were just like flowing. It was yes. great. It was great. Yes. 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 And you know, those flow experiences are so fun to notice and they're so important, I think, to us to take note of it. When is it that you're in those kind of flow experiences? Like that whole idea of noticing what you're noticing and really paying attention to when that shows up for you and sharing it and talking about it and being in it and being aware of it and and uplifting the people that are in it with you so they know. You know, Brooke, I had another experience yesterday that felt really in flow um we were hosting wise women wednesday which is our second wednesday of every month um connection event for women at 4 30 p.m eastern if you want to come you can go to finduprising.com and click on the wise women wednesday button but we were doing that and it just felt so in flow like that. You know, it was women from around the world. We had somebody from New Zealand who was at that event yesterday and just so many different um, women who are doing different things in the world, right? Some are, most were business owners, but not all. And it was just like this flow experience. I can't tell you, like not everything went the way it was planned, but all of it just kind of got picked up and the flow happened and it was easy and good. And those experiences are so sweet. Mm, they really are. And it's, we, you, you have to allow for that to happen. You have to be in a place of allowing for flow to happen and openness and receptivity. Uh, you know, so often we want maybe to either know the questions ahead of time and rehearse yeah. the questions ahead of time <laughs> to know what's going to be because you don't be caught off guard. When my experience has been is when I allow myself to just open, I almost don't want to know the questions anymore because I know I mess it up when I try to rehearse. And I'm just like, it's no longer good. <laughs> and so when it comes out of response of just being open and allowing myself to give the answer in that moment that is true for me, it usually just allows this place yes. of receiving what I'm supposed to say in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. I'm not the person who wants to um, know the questions in advance and need my responses mapped out ahead of time. I'm going to, like you said, if it's that structured, I'm probably going to mess it up. Just let me flow with what it's going to be. And that's what I felt like we had with Deb and Deborah yes. With the Shiro Cafe interview, that was just so much fun. It was just, we had no idea what they were going to ask us, and it was utter flow. Yes. And you know what? There was also a synchronicity that um, at the very end, and we won't tell everyone what we said because they'll have to go listen. But her question is, What is your wish? Right? What is your wish yeah. for, uh, I think uh, it wasn't humanity, it was a wish for women, maybe. I don't know. And that, my friends, is how I even started into podcasting was Wish Radio. Mm. And there was a lady who is my mentor and dear friend who got married yesterday. Hey, Tara. Mm. Oh, hey. <laughs> 
who started before podcasting was, you know, what it is today. She had this little studio built in her closet and she'd go on and say, what's, and it'd be Wish Radio and it's Women International Summit something. <laughs> and um, and she would interview women all across the world who were doing some really amazing things. And I fell in love with her. I fell mm-hmm. in love with the woman interviewing. Yes. And um, and before I knew it, I was working with her. And before I knew it, fast forward, we I was coaching with her and she was my first way into coaching. I mean, like, I coached with her and then I turned around and she started training me to coach. And I got my first coaching clients with her and organization. I got a product line through that. And uh, when she retired, she handed me over like her entire company, which was. Right. Which I love, by the way. (laughs) I used some of those products. Yes. yes, Yesterday. And, um, and I, it, it, it's a beautiful thing. And it was always, my, and she would always ask, what is your wish for women? Mm. And so I started when I was asking that question, a lot of times, what is your wish? And what I've learned, and I had quit, I'd quit saying that. And what I have learned recently was that when you ask someone, what is your wish um, for the world or for people or for humanity or for however you place that question mm-hmm. that your real desires on what you want to see start coming out. And when she unexpectedly asked me that question, I was like, I felt like it was just like a whole three. Oh, yeah. Like my heart just opened and I knew I was, of course, I knew I was in the right place before I ever got on there, but it was just like, yeah. wow, it was a message to me of how special that podcast really was. Yeah. 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 That's so fun. Well, and my wish had changed a bit. Yeah, that's right. Dialed in. It had dialed in more. Yeah, yeah that's right. I, I I won't, I won't give it away, but I, I remember right. the answer and, and I, I know because I've been, you and I have been having these conversations for some years now. I, I noticed the change, right? Mm-hmm. I, I knew that there was the shift. And, you know, I was thinking, I was listening actually just this morning to Joseph Campbell talk about, um, he was talking about, I listened to a bunch of it. So <laughs> he was talking about, um the of course this was a a recording of um Joseph Campbell interview after his book about myths came out and he was talking about our what we experience life as the question was something like what's the purpose of life and he said I, I don't really think life has a purpose you know, life is a bunch of like atoms and and things that come together to make life, right? Chemicals and all that stuff. He said, you know, it was kind of like we are the meaning makers, right? We mm-hmm. we are the the thing of you know, it's our experience of life that gives it purpose, and and each person has different purpose. It's not that we have, and so it was just a really interesting. Question and I think that evolves, right? To go back to what you were talking about, um, I think that evolves over time for each of us. What I would have said forty years ago is not what I would say today um, about 
what I think my purpose is or what my um, wish is either, right? Um, For the world or for women or for, you know, the frequency of the planet and all of that. That definitely changes and evolves as we do, I think. It certainly does. And I have a wise friend who said recently, um, I like when people, when I see experts and gurus actually change their mind about things. And I just waited in question. And he said, it shows that they're growing and evolving. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And I love hearing that because, you know, I had an ex- a direct, not that I'm a guru, but I had a direct oh, experience of that. Um, I, you know, in my own personal evolution, after I learned the reset it process and became certified to teach it and all of that, I went back to some of my coaching clients and apologized to them for passing my programming on to them in particular ways. Um, and changed my tune about some things and and was real specific with them. So I, I think it's um so important, you know, the a lot of the personal development industry, uh, whether it's the coaching industry or some other version of it, um, you know, think of all the books that you I can see a list of New York Times best-selling personal development books that are all the four things of this or, you know, the the five steps to this or the three steps to that. They're these models, these paradigms, you know, that, uh, and even my book, Nine Little Words to Change Your Results, right? Like there are models and paradigms of doing, of getting better, of growing, of doing. And we get so kind of married to them um, and thinking that we have to operate inside that thing. And the truth is they they are, unless they're designed for you to make it your own, they are just programs that other people are passing on to us too. It's pretty interesting. Well, and some of those can be useful in the moment. So yeah. I think if we yeah. can allow ourselves to, and that's what we can use for books. I went through a phase, honestly, I'm just now starting to slowly come out of it it was like a 20 year phase. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, I wouldn't read books because of that. I was like, I'm just adopting their own, what they're telling me. And I'm a, I like to believe things. So I believe everything they say. And until I can learn how to look at something and take out what I want of that book, I really quit reading books. Yeah. But, but then if I look about my my book, right. You read my, no, I'm kidding. I did read your book. I read John. (laughs) Okay. And, and, and I, in my thirties, I read the entire course of miracles. Like it took me almost two years. I read Louise Hay. Like, I think that's, there you go. Those are the four books I've read. Right. right. (laughs) During that 20 year. That's right. (laughs) But what I, um, but what I definitely saw, see, is that it's also like a bouncing board. And if we allow ourselves to understand that this might not, that this is helping me now see this mm-hmm. and I can grow from it. Now, where am I going to land and not get too into grain, ingrained into what it meant? What you said just a few minutes ago that kind of launched this part of the conversation hit home to me because about purpose in life. 
Mm. Uh, we do get to believe what we want to believe. And, you know, I'm, I love astrology and it's fun. It's, it's harder to love these days because I know we get to do whatever we want to do and yeah. to listen to astrology. But, um, but it was fun. And my, 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 what's the real popular, you pay a lot of money to get that 36 page or under page profile. When you have your, your human chart design charts, your human oh, design. Human design. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and what my purpose is and what my direction is and where I'm going to go. And I, you know, I, I, it made so much sense. It, it was so me, it allowed so much. And, right. um, and then you hear somebody say something like, well, we put the purpose into our lives because we're just a bunch of particles that come together and right. you get it. All of it makes sense to me. Right. So right, I right. get to choose. I can even choose. I can even choose parts and pieces of both of those. Right. But to allow myself, I don't like the way I feel when I start to not believe anything. Mm. So I like to replace my beliefs that I no longer believe with something I want to believe. Mm. Until it no longer serves me, and then I'll believe right. something else. Well, and you know that's so interesting. Um, I think that's a natural tendency too for most people. You know, we are meaning makers. We like it when life has meaning. Like it's part of how we um, operate in the world. I think. And my, for me, going back to the book thing, I had a, a book phase of about thirty years. I'm older than Brooke, um, and. I would buy these books, all these personal development books and all these, you know, spiritual development books and all these things in this energy of I have to have that because I think they know something I don't know. And I need I have to know all of it. I have to get all the knowledge. I have to get all the things. And um, I just no longer have that anymore. I'm about to. And, you know, at one point, y'all have probably heard me say this before. My husband said to me, if you bring one more book in this house, and I said, don't draw a line in the sand that you know I'll cross unless you mean for me to cross it. Just build me another dang bookshelf, honey. And and he didn't. And so there's stacks of books everywhere. And so, uh, and I didn't stop bringing them in the house either, right? So my point is, I don't buy books almost at all anymore because I no longer have that they know something I don't know. My my discernment level, my um, process of discerning life has gotten so simple that I no longer really have much desire to read those books that tell you a way to look at the world because I know my way to look at the world is to be present. And, yes. and that's all, all I really need. And so it is, it is just a whole different, um, but I still, there are still useful things. And you said just a few minutes ago, Brooke, you said, um, you talked about uh, responding and I immediately, before you ever mentioned human design, you talked about how you respond to things. And that's a, that's a part of uh, my human design chart is is that I respond, right? I have a sacral, whatever that's called. And responding is my uh, uh, prescribed way of being in human design. And so 
well, okay, that's fine, right? And you notice it about yourself. You said, I when I can just respond and not have the list of questions ahead of time, right? That's a way that you and I are alike, I think. But it's it's just so interesting. We evolve and change how we think about ourselves in the world because we are the meaning makers. You know, since we're on the topic, I'll go so far as to go with what I've really been thinking about the coaching industry. And that's a t- hot topic because, you know, you and I are both coaches and so is everyone else listening to this. Most of the people listening to this right Okay, here. not so, everyone. Buckle up, buttercup. We're going to say something real quick. Right. <laughs> so I have had a real new uh, discernment. Is that the word I'm looking for? Discernment. Discernment about coaching because... The coaches that are out there saying that I have a three-step this or a four-step this to get Mm. you to feel good about yourself are no, it's like the book that's going to tell me how to answer. Yeah. I can tell where you are in your journey. And that's we need people need you where you are in your journey and you'll get clients. What I'm looking for now of a coach is someone to hold space with me who can mastermind with me, who Mm. can see a little bit about where I'm going and who I am and get draw the answers out of me because I'm the one with the answers between me and God or me and the universe. However you want to look at that. Mm. I like to say me and God now (laughs) Um, it's because we have the answer. And so it's within, I can't, I've also, I just was telling someone this, I can't even listen to God in meditations lately because I don't see it like they want me to see it. Right, right. I need to go in, I need just to meditate into myself and come up with the answer myself, go where I need to go myself and let it look like I need to let it look like myself. Right. And so neither are right or wrong. It's just where you are in your journey. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I totally agree with all of that. And I think this idea of we evolve is also at wherever we are in our personal evolution, we can be there at the highest frequency available to us there. Right. And, and when that becomes something that's a gift we give ourselves and the world, right. Because every time, you know, going back to how we got here <laughs> with the map of consciousness and uh, frequency 500, you know, is is love. And 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 um, Dr. David R. Hawkins, who wrote the map of consciousness, explained in many other books, Power versus Force, said one person at 500 counterbalances, makes up for, if you will, 750,000 people at 200 or below. And, you know, when you think about, I want to contribute to the world, so many of us have this, the world is so big now. There are so many people and technology is so big and sometimes hard to understand and all of that. How can I possibly be the one person who does anything to change the world? But I can be the one person who gets one bit higher on the frequency scale and and by going up affects the average, right? Draws the average up with me. And and so I just think it's, you know, all of this comparison and and all of these steps and different things are are unnecessary for us just be present to be in you wherever you are and and 
you know, go for, for up, <laughs> go for up, love and above, right? From wherever you are and every bit on the way up. You know, if you're, if you're it's stuck in shame, anger is going to be up. So go for up, right? Yeah. And one thing I want to circle back to in a statement I said is that um, when I say where you are on your journey and that's okay if you're there and things of that, those statements, they're not, it's not long. It's not, it's not linear. So it doesn't mean one's farther along than the other. Right. It's just where you are in this place at this moment. Right. Right. And right. all of it's needed. All of it is all of it. There's a reason and season for it all. You yeah. know, I just wanted to really, really clarify. Yeah, that. yeah. No, oh, I totally I felt, get that. Yeah. That's so good. Well, we had fun at fun. Shiro Cafe and we had fun here today, too. We did. We did. So don't forget to go to ShiroCafe.com. Yeah, that's right. ShiroCafe.com. Uh, don't forget to go to Frequency500.com. And tell us if you've got a story about your frequency getting raised or a story about, um, you know, someone else impacting your frequency in a positive way. Or we want to hear those stories so that uh, so go there and share them and we'll look forward to hearing your story. All right. Take care. Bye, Bye. everybody.